eight runs. And if you yeah. do, you got to expect the blowback. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain news update. Dane, what, 6-2-2-20 you said? I think you could take him. I, I, I think on the court yeah. you, you might be able to handle him. Only if I had my entire crew from my bachelor party with me. Got it. <laughs> you need the entourage. <laughs> there you go. Got it. All right. Well, hey, just be glad we, we weren't on the court there. So uh, thankful for that one. Chaos in Kansas. Let's talk about some Major League Baseball really quick, guys. Derek Jeter came one vote shy of being a unanimous pick. Nonetheless, he, along with Larry Walker, you guys have been vouching for him all week. He will be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Jeter got 396 of 397 votes. His 99.7 voting percentage is now the second all-time, only uh, behind uh, Mariana Rivera, who received a unanimous vote. Uh, but he surpasses Ken Griffey Jr. for second all-time. Ken Griffey now a third with 99.3% of the votes. Larry Walker got 304 votes. I think that comes out to about 76.8%. It's only about six votes more than you need uh, to get into the hall. He went up from 54.6% from last year. So a huge uptick for Larry Walker. The people have spoken. He finally uh, heard the voices. And uh, this was his 10th and final appearance on the BBWAA ballot. So uh, congratulations to Walker. His final chance at getting in. And he finally makes it well-deserved for him. Kurt Schilling came in third with 278 votes, that's 70% of the votes. Roger Clemens came in fourth with 61, and Barry Bonds had 60.7% of the votes. We'll see if uh, those steroids guides could still get in one day. They'll be back on the ballot uh, once again. The induction ceremony for Jeter and Walker will take place July 26th in Cooperstown, New York. Quite a little drive from here, but hey, Derek Jeter's going to the hall, guys, so we might want to... And I'm telling you, the... The who is going to be there is going to look more like an Oscars red oh, carpet yeah. than a regular Hall of Fame enshrinement ceremony. Absolutely. I mean, it's going to look like yeah. a like a Knicks game. Everybody sitting That's courtside watching Celebrity Row at Cooperstown. So <laughs> we'll see who's mm -hmm. there. Majority of the Yankees players will probably be there, but who knows? Maybe some celebrities will make their way uh, over to upstate New York. Jay-Z and Barack Yeah. Obama. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't be shocked. Absolutely. I mean, weren't <laughs> they in the commercial for the Nike commercial? That's when what he... I'm saying. So there you go. Wild. That'd be great. Uh, I'd love to see that. Um, let's switch over to the NFL, guys, where Jay Gruden has found a new job. He is set to become the Jaguars' offensive coordinator. We all remember him being fired from the Washington football team after going 0-5 to start the season. A uh, deal will likely be finalized today, so we will keep an eye out for that. Gruden will be the third offensive coordinator named under Marone in his four seasons with the Jaguars. So we'll see if this ends up being the right Question, but guys, the real question is, what does he go with, Nick Foles or Gardner Minshew? I know Foles we paid the money for, but Minshew Mania took over, so that's a pretty big uh, question he has ahead of himself for the next season. Uh, whether he, I'm sure he'll go with the money money bags in uh, in Nick Foles because you spend all that money for him, but yeah, sunk cost. I don't know. Minshew Mania was uh, very popular, and it did kind of work for him a little bit. So, well, I mean, you know what, it worked, worked for to an extent. For? He will now have like a seven-year career as a backup, making millions of dollars. And the prob the best outcome for, Men for Minshew, 
may be to never have to see the field again <laughs> and thus mm-hmm. never get exposed, right? He could be the next Chase Daniel kind of guy sure. that just rides right along, continuing to get backup contracts and never having to prove himself again. Maybe he, I'd be comfortable. Maybe he with becomes that. the best backup, like Fitzpatrick. Maybe exactly. eventually gets pushed I'd into the field. Very comfortable with that as an eight-year career. That'd be pretty cool. And you know, thirty million dollars to not have CTE. Exactly. Yeah, and Fitzpatrick had the beard, so Minshew mm-hmm. can have the mustache. It's only it's only fair. Damn right. It all works out. Uh, so we'll see Minshew become hopefully the backup for years uh, to come. Fun story here, guys. Texans defensive end JJ Watt will be hosting Saturday Night Live. Uh, this will be on February 1st, the day before the Super Bowl. He is paired with Luke Combs uh, as the musical guest. He will be the 11th player to host SNL. Guys, can you name any other NFL players to host SNL? Uh, there's 11 of them. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is one of them. Uh, I would have also accepted Tom Brady. Mm. Um, Deion Sanders. Oh, <laughs> oh Deion? Oh, okay. Walter Payton. Uh, OJ mm. Simpson. I don't Uh-oh. know how he got. I don't know how he got there. <laughs> well, he's, an, he's an actor, also. Well, this uh, is a uh, 1978. It looks like so before the whole yeah, fiasco. Yeah, yeah, Fran yeah, Tarkenton, yeah. even uh, mm-hmm. that would be cool. Uh, John Madden, Alex Karras. How about that one? Yep. <laughs> 1960. Uh, did like any of those Raiders of the 70s, like Lyle Alzado or anything like that? Nope. Do? No, John Madden. There you go. Madden is a Raider. Yeah. Uh, and Carl Weathers, guys. Carl Weathers. Oh, uh, okay. Apollo Creed. Yeah, nice. Apollo Creed, exactly. So pretty, yep. pretty uh, good company, what about JJ. Eli? Did, yeah, what about Eli? Eli, did he? Eli, he, he is actually the last to do it since Eli in 2012. Yeah. So it's been, wow, uh, okay. been a long time coming for an NFL player to do this. So, hey, uh, pretty cool. I guarantee Gronk will at some point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Gronk, mm-hmm. uh, definitely. Oh, yes. And, hey, at this rate, Mahomes might even make it uh, back. I'm shocked Gronk hasn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gronk's going to do the same sketch every time, though. Yeah, we're at a party. We're at a party. (laughs) Gronk Beach. (laughs) Gronk Beach. Yeah, we'll see what happens. All right. But, hey, I'm going to send it back to the crew on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Wednesday morning. The Sports Grid Network. Let it rain. You remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All right, guys, uh, here we go. Hour number two, uh, make it rain as we uh, we get ready for a big night in the NBA. Of course, uh, college hoops, too, minus the brawls here tonight. Uh, getting ready to go. 56 uh, games on the hardwood as uh, we continue the march to madness. And uh, was a little bit of madness last night with uh, Kansas State and Kansas brawl. Can't wait to see what's going to happen with those uh, with the suspensions and who's getting what and where. Now, Kansas State, listen, they were. You know, one of the worst teams in the Big 12, so it's really no harm, no foul. Uh, but if they are going to have a hand in uh, in making Kansas a little less uh, a little less potent, then maybe they've uh, they've gone ahead and done their job. But I'm sure Baylor is sitting there laughing Baylor's right now. Yeah, yeah, West Virginia is uh, yep. is laughing. So there's a few teams now are going. You guys just keep rolling. You keep fighting. No problem there. Uh, but let's face it, that's the most exciting thing to happen to Lawrence, Kansas, and in, uh, in a long time later last night, Dane. That was, you know, chairs. Uh, you got people. You got wow. people getting crushed. It's yeah. They're going to be talking about that one in there for a long time because they ain't going to be talking about. <laughs> about their basketball team because that Kansas State team is absolutely um, horrific. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's going to change the dynamic. And when anytime you're talking about a top five team, mm-hmm. the reaction and who gets suspended because there was everybody's in play, including 
uh, all the starters, uh, by the way, on Kansas. Coaches. What happens now? Like you I get mean, how long? for a couple of games. That, what happens now to your starters? You lose three, you're starting. Like, all of a sudden now, yep. in this part of the season where conference play is so important, yeah, let me know how that works out, Kansas, if you're gone, for, if you lose guys for a month. Let me tell you, let me ask you, though, Joe. Does this mean, though, because one of the things I could see is, yeah, they stub their toe a few times, right, when they're not at full strength, thus watering down their perception and their seed, say, for March Madness, right? So what happens if Kansas, who's a top five team and, you know, bang, stubs their toe, walks into the March Madness as a four seed, and then they're a value, Joe? Well, I, I do think it's going to be significant. I don't think there it's going to be a couple of games here or there. I think there are going to be I'm some saying, dudes if their that are. Their record gets compromised and they don't look as good as they truly are because they'll yeah. be back for March, March Madness. Or. And then the public maybe, will see them. Oh, they lost eight games. Maybe and they're, they're banned. better than that because they're yeah, back. Maybe the penalty is they're banned for March Madness, too. Don't well, don't think that's not on the table either. And right. then. Congratulations. Later on. Glad you put back 35 points. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. So, uh, sure enough, without uh, fail yesterday, guys, uh, we... uh, we learned that, yep, uh, Antonio Brown back in the news here. And the uh, the alert came out in the local newscasts uh, here in South Florida how um, police had been uh, been called to the gated community of, uh, of which uh, Antonio Brown lives. And that uh, he uh, his neighbors are pretty much uh, fit to be tied. The reason they actually uh, live in gated communities is to uh, try and avoid all that uh, all that craziness. Like yeah, but they uh, they were descended upon uh, his uh, his home once again there in this gated community in, in Hollywood, Florida, and uh, his trainer was apparently arrested. They are uh, he was not at the house when the uh, when the cops got there, but apparently his trainer uh, beat the crap out of a uh, of a guy what a moving truck I guess moving, a driver yeah. of a moving truck. And for some reason he had they were hired to move something of Antonio Brown's. And somewhere along the line, um, the trainer, I guess he's taken the fall because they still need to talk to Antonio. He, of course, wasn't uh, he was nowhere to be found. But there are reports that he was also involved in battering and beating the crap out of this guy. We still don't know why, um, but he was home. At the time of the incident, they're trying to contact him to get his side of the story, I guess. But there is, in fact, a criminal uh, investigation that is continuing that is underway. The other guy certainly was arrested. He was booked yesterday, but no details as far as who, what, where and how. But uh, does does this shock me in any way? Does this shock you in any way? I just it's 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 not going to take long, Dane. It's going to end. It's going to end terribly, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is, Joe. And I guess yeah. my only and we've I've said this periodically and periodically we've been like, eh, like. Is there something wrong with the man? You know, and, I'm telling and you. if there yep. if there is actually something wrong with the man, Joe, then I think the way we talk about this and treat this needs to be a little different. You know, yeah. I mean, and 
but I but I don't know if that's the case. You know what I mean? I don't know, and I keep on every time something like this happens. I see the replay of that Vontez perfect hit and so many yep. other things. And listen, if he's just a fool and is doing this for social media and likes and his entourage and to be in the narrative, then f him. Okay, yep. but. There is a non-zero chance here that there is actually something wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And in that scenario, I feel bad. You know, I, then, then it's, I'm, I'm, it's sad. You know, it's, 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 he needs help. It's not like, oh, my God, he's stupid. Outrage. And when we hear these things more and more, it makes me think more and more like he's going to be living under a bridge somewhere, somewhere. He's going to be a Dave Duerson, a junior yep. Seau kind of guy. And then we're all going to lament the fact that we treated it so trivially. You know what I yep. mean? And so I'm just like, ah, guys, these are warning signals, people. Oh, yeah. And it's escalating and it's getting uh, crazy. I mean, yeah. listen, we just had, we had yesterday. Um, inst- he live streamed an Instagram interaction with the damn cops where he's yeah, cursing him. at the cops. Yeah. Like it's. Yeah. Like, really? There were people yeah. on the live Instagram feed being like, go back in your house, Antonio. Yeah. What are you doing? And it's yeah. like, it's it's getting, it's jumped the shark a little bit here, Joe. Yeah, with his kids out there and he's screaming yeah. at the cops. I mean, like, there it's was just one like, neighbors. I love you, boo-boo. Go, go in there with them cracker-ass yeah. policemen. It's like, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Drew Rosenhaus already uh, walks away, says the dude needs help. Like, it's just, so, it's like- all... It's crazy, too, because yesterday, one of the stories, of course, was uh, former NBA player uh, Delonte West living oh, on yeah. the streets. Uh, that one. video comes out. And, yeah, you know, we already know he he admitted to having, um, you know, he was yeah. bipolar back in 2015. He hasn't been in the NBA since 2017. But the reality is here's a dude out on the streets front and center uh, where he needs help. And, of course, now everybody is uh, is jumping in. They're trying to reach out to him. But a side note on that is the actual cop, the cop that filmed him and posted that has now been suspended uh, by his uh, by his department. There is the department says that he violated pretty much uh, every one of Delante West's uh, rights by filming it and then posting it. Uh, But the question remains is that if, if this cop doesn't do this. Uh, right. Are we even talking about Delonte West right now or maybe getting him out? Maybe that's the flare gun to the world. Right. That, like, yo, so, something's up here. And that's what I'm saying. It's just really delicate, you know, because it's yeah. so easy to be on the like, ah, crazy Antonio Brown, uh, you know, the, that side of it. I just I just have pause with that because, like, mm. something's wrong with these guys, yeah. man. I have no problem with what the cop if the cop and I don't think the cop was doing it in Maryland. Because he's like, hey, look at this guy. Like, the purpose behind it was, uh, dude, somebody, you know, we got to get this guy some sort of help here. And and, then the police department steps in and, yep, now he's in timeout. And everybody saw him in a bad way. And then it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, let's try and rally around him, get him some help. And I just, I I wonder when we cross the threshold of being Mm -hmm. like, oh, Antonio Brown is silly, he's a PR machine, and when the narrative is more like, "Uh uh-oh, there's a problem here, we need to wrap our arms around him, like we have with, you know, say, Josh Gordon. Yep, yep. It's, um... It's not good, guys. It ain't, ain't going to get uh, any better. And I, I find it uh, also ironic that uh, you're going to we're somehow going to point the finger at this cop as if he's uh, he's in the wrong here because nobody and I mean nobody is talking about him. If this cop doesn't go ahead, not only take the video, 
but broadcast it to the world because now maybe, and again, you can only do so much for you. People don't realize how hard it is to get somebody a off the streets or B help that they don't want. Unless your Baker acting is ass. There is no way if he doesn't want help, there is nothing anybody can do. Uh, And that's the problem. Uh, There's just nothing unless he's a danger to himself, which nobody's going to be able to prove. And here, here's what you got, guys. But certainly nobody's talking about him if this cop doesn't do what he did. The first step of, of you know, fixing a problem is acknowledging that you have a problem. Right. There are many uh, multi-step programs out there um, where that's the first step, you know, mm-hmm. is acknowledge acceptance. You know, that's like the creed that a lot of people even say in some of these groups and gatherings, you know, is to yep. say out loud first, like, I am an alcoholic. I am a drug addict, whatever the case yep. is. And, you know, I, unfortunately, I've dealt with this in my life. And it is very hard to help someone that is not ready to receive the help. Doesn't want it. Um, yep. it is very hard. Yep. I mean, I'm glad people and I hope uh, all the people that now jumped out in front of this and said, we're going to give them help. Well, I, I certainly can't wait to see the follow up story, because the only thing we've got so far is the the cop is now suspended and uh, and put in corner. He's now losing pay because so I can't wait to see what happens with all these people that couldn't wait to jump out and get their own headlines about how we're going to go out and help them. Well, go help the man. And, and I certainly hope saying. we are not having a conversation about Antonio Brown in another week uh, where this thing just the, the cops are called because it's. That's right. It, and the Super yeah, Bowl is there. It, you know what I mean? There'll be plenty of man. Him so to get into true. trouble in a lot of yep. different ways. And I'm just saying it's so easy, like yep. you just said, for journalists media to go the let's make fun of him route, where yep. that, that may not be the best course of action here. Yeah. It, it's this one's gonna be tough, guys. I, it's and it's gonna happen if uh you're talking about when his own agent says he's gotta get help. And, and you're right. Week and a half, it can be another story that's horrible not good yep and it's because the next uh the next shot we get from tmz is is unfortunately it's going to be you know here's the morgue uh, coming out it's going to be something along those lines which is just he does this to the wrong person who's like oh word and pops off we could be talking about chalk lines here yeah i mean and that's why and writing is on the wall for that people the signals are there to see yeah i don't know what else you need to see Yep. It's, it's coming guys. I mean, I hate to, I hate to break it. I don't want any of us to sit here and go, wow, well, we didn't see that coming here. He's in jail or he's, you know, in the hospital or even, you know, knock on wood, hurt himself or somebody else. And we could all just sit here and go, wow, that's just a shock. And we didn't see the wheels falling off. Like guys, the wheels have been falling off for a year now. Like they have been somebody do something. But the problem is you, you surround yourself with enablers, Dane. And who in the hell? You know what happens though is they'll ride that train as long as they can, and then once he's something ha- like, all right, hell with it, man, we're out of here. Thanks, AB. See you later. I kind of feel bad for the guy, I really do, uh, and it's it's a shame. That's yep. I think the tone of it. Terrible. Somebody help the guy and Delonte West. Please don't forget about him. All right, guys, we'll take a look at the card here tonight. We'll do that coming up next year on the Grid SportsGrid.com. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. 
Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. It wouldn't hurt. All right, guys, time to put your money where your mouth is. Uh, Take a shot. Open yourself up a sports wagering account. Do so with FanDuel. It is Jersey's largest sports book, after all. And, boy, is that place going to be mobbed here over the next couple of weeks. Just head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Receive yourself a free bet of up to 500 bucks. That is a free bet of up to $500 right now when you open up a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. You've got point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, in-game wagering, whether it be college or pro sports. Guys, you are in control. Head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open that new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. And uh, while we all uh, count down the uh, the Super Bowl here, it is, uh, it'll get ready as Kansas City and San Francisco going to do a little practicing, getting it all together. And then, of course, they'll uh, they'll be here for what is going to be a complete circus next week uh, as they uh, as they come into town and get ready uh, a week from Sunday to do battle as the lines continue to uh, hover around. Uh, interesting enough, uh, kind of hanging out right around the same uh, there, Dane. Yep. We told you the limits uh, yesterday and what they are going to be from this point forward. They will open up a little bit again, uh, I believe, towards uh, towards kickoff. But um, FanDuel still showing what about one and a half or one one and, and a half, half for and the four on the number one and a half and, that, and then fifty four on the number. 54. I actually, uh, yeah, I've seen a fifty four and a half or two out there as well. Really, I think uh, Dane and I are under the impression we might actually get that to fifty six before it's all said and done. Uh, at which point you might see a little bit of uh, a little bit of buyback, but. Uh, right now, it's still the the jury is out. Obviously, the line movement towards Kansas City and a pick em, uh, it is an indication with the limits that we've seen. The public hasn't really gotten involved yet. So certainly uh, the professional money uh, seems to be favoring Kansas City. But there is an awful lot of chatter at, uh, at a lot of the sports book, uh, a lot of the sports book managers I talk to. They feel, Dane, it, the public is going to hammer the San Francisco 49ers. Really? Uh, they feel like the 49ers are going to be, uh, without a doubt, the uh, the public darlings here, that they are going to, they are anticipating a ridiculous amount of public support on the 49ers. So uh, if when that happens, it looks like it's going to be Kansas City will be the team that, so far anyway, the, uh, the pros seem to be fa- uh, looking at, but... The public is, uh, they are getting ready to see a public onslaught here of the San Francisco 49ers. Better defense in this situation. Shanahan, they feel that, yep, uh, there's just too much to stop here at this particular point. So it'll be interesting to see as we head into Monday, especially, you know, Friday's payday. We get into the weekend and then Monday, Dane, we'll have a a much better idea of, uh, you know, who's laying what where. But I do think the line, at least for uh, for the pros, is towards Kansas City at this point. 
That's interesting. I, I will be very interesting to see because my gut reaction is the opposite, Joe. My gut reaction is that the public will like Kansas City. I mean, you're talking to sportsbook managers who know better than me. My idea, though, is that the public likes the offensive base team that Kansas City is. And uh, they were kind of a, a, you know, kind of this 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 comment with well, Patty the, Mahomes the reasoning going on. was that they are the better. Their reasoning behind it was that the, the consensus is San Francisco is the better team. They are the better team. Uh, you know, they've got better numbers across the board on sure. both sides of the ball. So, yeah, the, you know, their the, ball, is, yeah. the better team is going to be San Francisco. And we know the public generally likes the better team. So one thing I did want to wonder about is if the line will move towards the Niners more in Vegas than mm. in Jersey or in other states, right? Because we talk about the regional bias. And right. a lot of these numbers are going to come out of the state of Nevada. And I got to feel like the state of Nevada will be leaning towards 49ers fans and thus 49ers money. So I yep. wonder right now on FanDuel, San Fran is plus one and a half, right? Might that change with the influx of San Fran money? Absolutely. I just wonder how big of a wave it's going to be in Nevada versus say in you know louisiana or new jersey or pennsylvania right. or other sports yep. or other states where uh it may be different i think there may be some difference in the regional lines here well i'll tell you right now what's uh so far uh just on the um on the spread tickets um yeah. you're starting to see more and more san francisco money uh starting to come in at this point across the board in a lot of places uh certainly out west so will that continue west. Right. We'll see what happens, but uh, I, you know, I I understand the concept. San Francisco, when it especially all the media hype that's going to come along, San Francisco is a better team. You look at the stats, you look at both sides of the ball, defense, special teams. San Francisco has been uh, certainly numerically and against every uh, you know every metric, they are just that cut above what Kansas City is. Not saying that Kansas City is a bad team, but in this matchup. They are definitely, certainly on paper, the better team. So will Patrick Mahomes, and we've talked about it. We set it up with, listen, you got the perfect player versus the perfect team. Who's going to win out? That's right. Basic, right? That's I mean, right. that's better how you do it. But this total to me is just, it's how far will it go? How high will it go, Dan, before we start? I think it will close at 56 and a half. I think it will close at 56 and a half. I think we got a week and a half, Joe. <laughs> All right. We got a week and a half. And I think it'll continue to inch up because, as you say, more public money comes in. Fine. Yep. Maybe. Listen, this is a matchup of two good teams. This is not going to yes. get more than two points either way. All right. So the world believes this is a close game. But as more and more Joes get in there, it's going to be over, 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 in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, Andy Reid, listen, it's I don't want to say the, uh, you know, the idea that a lot of people are saying Andy Reid, all the pressures on Andy Reid. Well, Listen, the pressure's on everybody in a Super Bowl because how the hell, you know, it's not exactly the easiest thing to get back to. So, you know, pressure's on Shanahan, pressure's on Andy Reid, pressure's on everybody. I mean, at this particular point, you got one game left. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think Andy Reid is feeling any more pressure now than, you know what I mean, what he's felt uh, over the last. Now, granted, he's, he's at least been in this spot before, but... Yeah. Shannon has never been a head coach in his spot, but he certainly had the experience. And he also has the experience of, you know, being behind uh, an offense oh, that completely like watched a, yeah. uh, there you go. So he's, so the, I think from a, 
certainly from a pressure standpoint or from the, uh, you know, wow, it's uh, how stressed. I think they both are. I I think they both realize that we're here and this is promised to nobody next year. So we better we better take advantage of it uh, if we don't. The other consensus was that Andy Reid's got a little less pressure because he's um, maybe not necessarily, again, the best. He's got the best player but not necessarily the best team. So do you hold it against Andy Reid if he does lose, knowing he had, well, the best player is good, but if you don't have the best team, you don't have the best team. And we've seen, listen, Andy Reid in the past, it wasn't that Andy Reid lost Super Bowls or he just didn't have the better team and that's it. And sometimes that's what it's about, Dane. You just don't have the better team. Yes, and he also had T.O. on a broken leg um, one oh, time. That's a great you know? point. Yep, great like, point. Yep. Who still, I think, in that game went like 7 for 115 or something yes. like that. Yep. Um, but they both have experience there. I mean, Shanahan was the play caller for the Falcons team, right? And he has that experience of being too conservative when they were up 28-3, and now it's a punchline. So I, I think they have been there before, and I think that, listen— if you still need to, you know, need anything to get up for the damn Super Bowl, then, you know, mm. you're not right in that profession. Hasn't this been the absolute goal? I don't care who you are. You could be the right. team trainer, right? You could be the 53rd man on the roster. This is your – this has been your goal since you were probably six years old, okay? So everyone's going to be ready. Everyone's going to be pain-free, and that's not an excuse. You got you to gotta bring it. I don't buy the the pressure is more one way to like get Andy Reid. He knows. I mean, how many more does he have in him? How many more does any of them have? You know, exactly. outside of you know, don't. And I think we got so spoiled with the Brady and the Patriots thing, thinking that it, no, it uh, dynasties right. are are extremely hard to come by, guys. That's and right. you know, you get a uh, you get an injury here, and inj- this was a four win team, San Francisco last year, guys, four wins. And if, uh, by the way, you know, Andy Reid last year at home, if uh, if he gets the ball back or doesn't lose the right. coin toss in overtime. Or an offside call, even, yeah. Are we even have it? You know what I mean? Are we having the same guy? I mean, he just, That's he right. lost the coin toss and never got the ball back. That was That's it. Right. I mean, so Patrick Mahomes probably wins that game last year if he has a chance to. So it's, you know, it, sometimes you just don't have. The better team. It doesn't mean that Andy Reid's any less of a coach, and I'm sure Andy Reid is sitting there going, "All right, here we go." You know, I got one more shot at redemption here, but I don't think he's sweating it. Like, what? It, what are you going to do? Fire Andy Reid if he doesn't win the Super think, Bowl? Right. Neither Kyle Shanahan or Andy Reid can really do much to have their stock tremendously right? drop yeah. because exactly. they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They won their conference. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's not going to happen where the uh, the end of the world for them. Uh, I will say this. I do believe both. Money now. Yeah, I think they're playing exactly. And in many aspects, Dane, I think they got it, it works. They are so much in a better position than other people because, you know, Andy Reid, you lost to Bill Belichick. Uh, okay, so who the hell's going to hold it against Andy Reid right. for losing to Bill Belichick and Tom Brady? So, yeah. you know, don't don't let that mindset creep in that somehow or another he's, oh, it's it's got to be. Now, no, it doesn't. And you know what? Both of these teams might very well be the most prepared teams that we have uh, we have seen. Game plan wise, I think it's going to be fascinating to see the chess match between uh, between these two. What they are going to do, not only uh, certainly offensively, but how they are going to coordinate. Because you essentially have the old, uh, you know, you got the Kubiak uh, Denver offense play action. You know, Peyton Manning all over the place. Terrell Davis. 
going up against, uh, you know, this new school, new wave of, uh, you know, the best player in the game where he's just whipping the ball all over the place with a track team. So we're going to see a lot of motions and shifts pre-snap. We're going to see a lot of that stuff. A lot of schemes, both of these teams. Yeah, it's back. guys, been there and going to be very interesting. Oh, it's going to be fun, guys. It's going to be fun. Next round like, of how uh, are both of these tight ends going to be covered? How will either of these tight ends be covered in this game? And how big a role are they going to play? Uh, it's yeah, a lot of questions to be answered. Next level of props out too. We'll talk about those next. Want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, big night on the hardwood here tonight, guys. Uh, 12 in the NBA, 56 here in uh, in college hoops. And a uh, couple of uh, interesting things to keep in mind. I mean, first, even last night's game, uh, by the way, was uh, extremely interesting. The only game on the hardwood uh, in the NBA. So you had an awful lot of eyes. And more importantly, you had an awful lot of uh, dollars uh, there focusing on the Clippers and the Mavs. And we talked about it. Porzingis back for the first time after uh, 10 games. Doncic in Dallas. No Paul George. And uh, it was funny, Dan, when we did the show this time yesterday, it was hovering around uh, the Clippers plus one, plus one and a half. Uh, it closed all the way at two and a half. Uh, and Dallas money kept uh, rolling in, as did the over. And uh, I think it's an important lesson, too, uh, to keep in mind, especially with so many people having focused all their attention on football here over the last couple of months. What we are going to see now uh, is that slow, you know, that slow process of all of a sudden more and more recreational dollars. More being fish spent. in the water. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get NBA and college hoops. And, and the concept right. is the same for both. So right. understanding that now is a period of time. Savvy betters will all tell you that this time of year, like last night, for instance, in this game, you watched a total go up by more than five points uh, in, 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 in hours. You watched uh, a home team get an awful lot of love, even though, shocker, guys, they weren't the better team. So, but you kept getting this, oh, it's home team, it's Porzingis, it's Dodgic, no George, and, you know, here we go. They're, you know, they're on the road again tonight. They've got a back-to-back, and, yeah, well, you know, basically it happened uh, like we thought it was going to happen because Kawhi Leonard was Kawhi Leonard. He drops, uh, you know, 36, scores 11 in the fourth, and, uh, oh, yeah, surprise, the total goes way under, and the reason the total went under is – the amount of public money recreational focused on one game, Dane, when it shot up right. that much, it's it was ne- yeah. these two had already played. All right, guys, when they played the last time, they didn't even get to 100 Dallas. So, right. you know, these are the types of opportunities now over the next month, whether it be especially college hoops tonight, focus on home teams that aren't ranked versus teams that are ranked and watch what happens to the market, Dane. Watch what mm-hmm. happens to these numbers as underdogs 
get great value right now, both in the NBA and in uh, college hoops because of that public recreational money transferring over into these markets, Dane. And you know what? All of a sudden, a team that should maybe be a four-point favorite is now a a seven-and-a-half, eight-point favorite. You know, now a total that should be around, uh, you know, it it, it should be somewhere around uh, 210 is now all of a sudden 218. Why? Because... The public dollars influencing the market, creating great value, guys, on underdogs. Think about this now, Dane, 24 hours later, right? You're telling me the Clippers were, were a two-and-a-half-point dog against the Dallas Mavericks on, on the road because, what, Paul George wasn't there? You know, and once again, the depth and everything we've already known about the Clippers right. and all the deficiencies we've already known about Dallas were on full display last night, but yet somehow they were going to score 240 points and Dallas was somehow going to be that much better to them at home. And by the way, Dallas has not been good at home this year. They've been a better road team. So, voila, there's the case in point. And that's I would do the same thing tonight, Dane. 12 games in the NBA, 56 in college hoops. In college hoops, look at some of these home teams that aren't ranked taking on top 25 teams. Uh, tell me what happened. Tell me what happens to the numbers today in some of these spots. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. We talk about this a lot. Okay, first of all, we talked about the Clippers and what they do in terms of defense, in terms of team ball outside of Paul George. My guys, Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, both with representative efforts, as usual. And we also Mm -hmm. said it was Porzingis' first time back. You know, it was good. He got 27 minutes, which is not bad in your first time back, you know, as they work him back in just one board shy of a double-double. But here at Make It Rain, at least on Fantasy Freestyle, Joe, one of the things I like to say is I'm not trying to just give you a fish. I'm trying to teach you how to fish. And what you're saying, I think, is very important in that vein. All right? Now with football coming to a close, you have – a huge amount of public bettors that, you know, need to scratch that itch somewhere, right? And they are going to find sports that they know less, like the NBA, like college basketball. And one of the things I remember you saying, Joe, in the beginning of college football was the idea that the ranking in parentheses is something to attack because the public perception of those teams are that they are cut above. And that's not necessarily true, right? Mm -hmm. So this could be an angle, especially over the next three weeks to a month or so uh, before conference tournaments get going, where the ranked team, the more public team uh, on the road, you know, it is tough. And so uh, you'll probably get some value there. I like that as a trend. Yeah, it's uh, and and worth keeping an eye. Now, it's not across the board, but again, it's one of those situations where if it, it's hard to go contrarian, Dane, it's hard to go against everything that you've learned as a sports fan. Like a team with a better record is usually the better team, aren't they? Um, you know, the team with superstars is going to be better than a team. Well, yes, but everything is relative once you start putting spreads and, yeah. and totals in it. So, you know, but the public, again, is going to influence that. Uh, and it's always especially true this time of year in college hoops tonight, Dane, where you look at those. Wait, this team has a number to the left of it. This team doesn't. Right. Oh, well, this team must be better. Right. So there you go. Value is big time here with the ability to go contrarian. And you got a plenty of opportunities. And the biggest game tonight, Dane, I mean, take a look. You got Zion returning. Where do you hey. think? Where do you think the public dollars are going tonight in the NBA? They're going. Oh, leads to Zion. There, thank you very much. It's uh, and, and the same thing at college, by the way. Focus on the national games, guys. 
and watch what happens with the numbers there for uh, for favorites as they get way overvalued because, hey, the game's on TV. Why don't we place a couple of bucks right. on it? The whole world is going to be on New Orleans here tonight watching, uh, watching them take on uh, San Antonio. And like you said, Porzingis played n- nice minutes last night. I don't really have, how long is he even going to be on the court tonight? I don't even know. Zion, yeah, who knows, right? They say he's going to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean he's going to play more than 20 minutes, you know? So I'm looking for right. the examples now in college, okay? But most of the big boys, the ranked teams are home. Like tonight, mm-hmm. uh, Louisville's at home. Dayton's at yep. home. Auburn's at home. Seton Hall is at home. What about this Rutgers-Iowa game? Um, yep. Because there you have Iowa, the better team, supposedly, right? Um, but Rutgers, who's 5-2 and two in conference, on the road, not a blue blood, shall we say. What's the spread there? Does this trend that we're talking about hold in your cap into that one? Well, you're actually talking about two very good ranked teams, right? I mean, Iowa at home is an impossible yeah. place to play for a lot of people. And Rutgers, by the way, is one of those teams where they had been undervalued all year. And all they all have right, done, so like you just go 5-2, go and two, like holy crap. What about Tulsa at home with Memphis coming in? Yep, there you Tulsa go. That's it. How many points? Four and one in conference. They are at mm-hmm. home. Memphis is the quote unquote ranked team at twentieth yep. in the country, right? And Memphis on the road, from what I see, is laying four, four and a half, Joe. Yep. Does that yep. fit your And trend? that number, watch that. Watch that number. And that's what we talk about. Read the markets here, guys, right? There are going to be spots in the market throughout the day where you're going to see, especially you know, some of these blue blood programs, it's got a, uh, you got these ranked teams going on the road in possible places, uh, you know, to win at. And we've, how many times do we have to talk about, especially in, in the big 10 and others where teams just can't win. They are, they are amazing at home. They've got home field edges, but on the, they can't, they, they just can't get the job done. And, uh, and that is definitely one of the games I would watch here tonight. Memphis at Tulsa, Tulsa is tough at home guys. Make no mistake about it. Uh, and watch to see what happens. How many more points does Memphis get as a road dog here tonight? If it's opening up Dane at, at four, four and a half, how much you want to make a bet before it's all said and done. We start to see that creep up to six, six and a half. Uh, and listen, Memphis has got the better team, but that doesn't mean they should be laying X amount of points there, uh, in that particular situation. Absolutely not. Um, you're talking about, uh, let me see another one too. That's coming up on the board here tonight. Let's see. Uh, Penn state, Michigan. Now Penn state great at home, right? Michigan laying five at home. I can't wait to watch that game. By the way, uh, Michigan can only win at home. That's it. So if you're ever going to back Michigan. You back them tonight because otherwise it ain't going to happen. Your boys in Syracuse tonight. Yep. All right. Why are they getting, I mean, Notre Dame uh, opens up as a four and a half, five point favorite. And already I'm starting to see it go the other way, Dane, because quite honestly, what has Notre Dame done to give you the impression they should be a five point favorite better than Syracuse? It, it shouldn't. Right. Absolutely shouldn't. So there's some absolute value there. Xavier and Georgetown's another one, Dane, where... Uh, Xavier's at home, Georgetown. Uh, this opened up way too low. I think at three or three and a half, it should be somewhere around, I I would think four and a half, five. It's probably going to continue to climb Xavier at home. Georgetown can't win on the road. Another one of these teams can't win on the road out of the big East. So, um, plenty of opportunities guys to take advantage of some of these numbers from opening bell. And it's just like the stock market opening bell to closing bell Dane. What, what are they doing there, and where is it going? Because I can tell you who's betting at 8 o'clock in the morning, Dane. It ain't the public. 
That's right. <laughs> that's right. And that's what we say now. You know, if you're listening to us on Make It Rain, yep. you are clearly plugged in because you're yep. choosing this is, you know, to not hit your snooze button and listen mm-hmm. to Joe and Dane. So yep. this is where you get that edge. Get it ahead of when Love Line movements. But mm-hmm. I like this trend. I like this trend of uh, yep. the better, t- you know, the, the home And it's team. not blind, but it's keep an eye on sure. it because you'll start to see where does it start? Where did it end? What was the outcome of the game? And were you... Yep. Were you right in the, uh, in the ballpark? To check back in yeah. on tomorrow morning. Like, that's, that's correct. The score. That's I'm going to check tomorrow and, morning, the Memphis score. And what are you going to do tonight? I mean, they just wrote an article, too, uh, this morning about how now New Orleans with uh, with, uh, with Zion Zion. back tonight. We haven't even seen him play. And already they're out of the trade business. Now they're going to make right. a run since they're only three and a half. Like, what? Silly. It, it's short-sighted. like, really? Yeah. Short-sighted, in yeah. my opinion. So I can promise you I'm going to wait until this afternoon, and I am at some point going to be uh, placing a few bucks on San Antonio. Yes, at, yeah. at San Antonio, because this number is going to get uh, it's going to get uh, a little out of hand here a little bit later today. And the eyeballs on Zion tonight. Uh, Would who you might play take t- that same object for the total? Do you same think thing. the total I- will get inflated up? Oh, absolutely. Whole, everything's going to be inflated up in that game. Every, as a matter of fact, yeah, I mean, everything is going to be inflated in that game. Well, let's see. You got it. Uh, one, two. It right now. I mean, 36 and a half, Joe. Oh, and it, I'm seeing 237s, too. Yeah, already. Opened well, up at 236. Go. So it's well, here it goes. Go. Yep, here exactly. it goes. And so, um, we'll take points with San Antonio and the, and the under, huh? Keep an eye on it because I can see that it opened up at four. So yep. it'll be interesting to see how much love Zion and company get. And and by the way, San Antonio has been actually a covering machine lately. They've actually seemed to have pulled it around here a little bit. So you think we get to 241 before it's up before tip off day? Quite possible. I'm seeing I three and a half, four, say, yeah. four and a half in places. Yep. yep. If I can oh, get Reddick up, I'll go, the, by the way, Reddick is there. Uh, Holiday is probable. Uh, probable. So. They're going to have their full complement tonight, New Orleans, including Zion, and uh, the world is just going to fall in love with it. Not me. Yep, but we'll see. I'll be still with Popovich and the under. (laughs) Exactly. There it is. Boom. Exactly correct. I like that. The idea of the public inflation, you know, and we have to remind people almost every day, this is not what they think – this is Vegas, not what they think will happen, but what will generate even money on both sides. And That's so you correct. have to, because of the perception of what's there for uh, New Orleans. So the Lakers coming off a uh, coming off an embarrassing loss to Boston. They're they're right next to you tonight, Dane, in in the garden. Yeah, I know. There. Yeah, I know. And I, I mean, see it as eleven. <laughs> do you think the Lakers get right tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I do. <laughs> First half, second quarter, third quarter. <laughs> That's going to be 14 before it's all set. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. All right, huge night on the uh, on the courts here tonight. Lakers, Knicks. How about the Sixers taking on the Toronto Raptors? Al Horford back uh, 
in the lineup uh, after a brief uh, injury. Uh, still no Joel Embiid, but back to the scene of the crime, Dane. The Sixers heading to Toronto to take on the Raptors, where Kawhi just uh, he made uh, Embiid cry. He made him cry, and uh, yeah. the numbers keep going that way. But uh, I would not at all be afraid to uh, look at this, shall we say, the uh, the Knicks game here tonight and expect yellow tape to be around the garden uh, mm, because of yeah. the murder. Uh, it could scene. very well happen. Yeah. Crime yeah, scene. I think it's going to have both first half, uh, full game. I'm shocked it's not. What is it, 10? You still showing 10 over there at, um, oh, at FanDuel? That's 11. That's what 11. Okay, so it's creeping. Yeah, it's creeping. And uh, of sure course, is. we'll all be watching San Antonio and uh, and let's see. I mean, San Antonio hasn't been a great road team, but the hype around Zion. Right. Wow. Eight Stand minutes, nine three minutes. and a half right now. That's three and a half two thirty seven. I'm intrigued more by the total in that one. Yeah, um, I'm with you yeah. at two thirty seven. I think that's high, especially with all this uh, public inflation. Let's not forget San Antonio can play some D. Oh, yes. And think yeah. about this, too. Uh, like the Clippers tonight, guys, uh, going to Atlanta. Like, didn't we just, they just, where did I, oh, yeah, didn't they just ball out against uh, against Dallas last night? I mean, I know it's Atlanta, but back-to-back. And mm-hmm. something tells me um, there might be some sort of load. Uh, there could be a yeah, load we'll problem. It. We're going to manage it tonight, Joe. We're going to manage it, for sure. It could be a load. I'm just saying, well, I know he, it's Atlanta. He, sore. he dropped 36 last night. That knee's a little sore probably, bro. I, you know what? Ice, I don't think ice is going to cut it, Dane. I think there might be a uh, a serious problem there. I'd, I'd have to uh, – I wouldn't be dropping any money on that game until I figured out exactly uh, whose load is where on that court there. <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. Or you get ahead of it anticipating the rest and you uh, take it now. Because right if they announce that, won't, th- won't it move a bunch? Oh, yeah. Whoa, big time. Is it even on the – I'm shocked that they even – do they have it on the board at FanDuel? The total is not, but the game is. The total. It's four and a half. Yeah. It's, uh, to me, I think the easy play on the board tonight is take the Lakers' first half full game. They're going to win this by 20 points tonight. By Fade 20. The yeah. They're, they're going to win by 20. They, that 140 drop on them is – that's not a good taste in their mouth there. Keep an eye on that uh, Tulsa game, Memphis, tonight, too, as well.